Hello, everybody. It's me, Jake. Yeah, it's the Jake. This it's my podcast. Hi, this is episode one hundred and eight. It's a very special episode coming to you from uh, my bedroom with my wife because, uh, well, really, this is where we do our best work. This is where we do our best work. But let me just say where I'm going to be doing some of my other work, right? Because I'm the sponsor of the podcast. I don't know if you knew that about me. Honey. That's, a, that's a big job that you got. Yes, I am the sponsor of this podcast and I'm the host of the podcast. So it really it helps because it combines those two things together. Any, so if you'd like to come and see me, if you would like to support this podcast, then come and watch me talk uh, on stage. In, come and watch me talk. How about this? Buy a ticket and come and watch me talk. I'll be in Washington, D.C. That's this week, Thursday Friday, Saturday, Sunday, August 7th through 10. August 7th through 10, I'm at the D.C. Improv. Come there. If you come on Sunday, there will be a live podcast taping prior to the show. You could come to the taping of the podcast and not come to the show. If you, Let's say you came to the show earlier in the week and you said, well, I, I want to come back for the podcast. You can do that free. The podcast part is free. Doors open at 6. The, show, the podcast is at 6.30. The comedy show, I believe, with all of my heart begins at uh, eight o'clock okay i and won't be on the podcast in washington no you DC, won't though. you're so, here now yeah if you are thinking that you're going to get to see me doing live podcasting i'm not very good live i'm much better when i'm not live <laughs> i would when i'm just in a bedroom or somewhere like that i would not secreted say that. away and then the week after that, I'm going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina at Good Nights Comedy Club, August 14th through 16th. And then August 21 through 23, the week after that, I'm going to be in Indianapolis, Indiana at Morty's Comedy Comedy Joint. Uh, so you can check that out at my website, jakethis.com. I'm coming to Cleveland to Hilarities. I'm going to be back in Denver this year. I'm going a lot of places, and the only real way to keep track of it is to go to the website because you can't always trust me to know everything that I'm doing this far in advance, I take it one, I go one step at a time. I put one foot in front of the other foot is usually how it, sometimes I hop, in which case it's the same foot in front of the same Not getting foot. Very, anywhere very fast. Right, you don't get very far, get, get very far hopping, but I you're do. You're such a bad hopper too. I am a bad hopper. Well, it's my knees. I, was I, just, I, don't, I don't know if you're a bad hopper. That was mean. He's probably a really good hopper. It, just, it wasn't was really a, mean. I, that's not something that I take pride in, my hopping. Yeah, yeah. You're not out there going, man, man, I'm really working on my hopping, and she still says I'm a lousy hopper. Most I'm people. I'm just not getting anywhere. <laughs> most people are out there nailing it on two feet, but I do my best work on one foot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's something to be proud I'm of. I'm a hopper. That's and I'm equally to... good with both feet. I can hop to the left. I can hop to the right. Wow. I'm working on my handstand. I, I'm a good handstander, except I get burst blood vessels in that bit of between my eyelids and my eyebrows. I can go up on my hands for a really long time, but then I come back and I have these little speckles. Of of red up here. What period are we t- are we talking? Like a half hour? How? Well, no, I couldn't handstand for that long. But I can go up for you know I don't know a, you know not a minute maybe. But I used to put a handstand for a really long time. But then I would get this weird sort of red speckles in that area below my eyebrows where the blood vessels had burst, mm-hmm. and I'd be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be doing well. That's not so good, is it? With handstands. No, you shouldn't. So I take into doing other things. You need to get the mic. You need to talk with the mic close to your mouth. Do you see how I'm doing it? Oh, you bloody show off. All right. Every, okay, I'm talking, 
I thought I was shouting and that you would I don't want to show you. No, I was turning it up because you weren't loud enough. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, so you don't always know what I'm doing. No. In fact, I'm going to turn it up a little bit more. How's that sound? Okay, I'm usually the shouter. I'm usually the one who's shouting. Hang on, wait. And I don't even know that I'm shouting. Okay, we'll try it again. Try Put some it. headphones on so you can really hear my levels. Okay, well, I, I think... I want to sound check, check, one, two, one, two, three, <laughs> All right, four. you're doing great. You're doing great. Well, I don't see you doing many handstands around the house, I have to say. No, well, I had that? to give up because of my burst blood vessels that I was getting in my eyeball area. Oh, well, I'm just looking to get started at standing on my hands because I feel like that might be... Maybe I've spent this first 50-so years of my life... On my feet, and I might spend the next 50 on my hands. I'm probably not going to... That's not a realistic goal, is it? No, and that's gonna, not going to be a very good comedy show. People aren't going to like that. You'd are you hand- kidding me? If I, Are you kidding me? You get, what are you going to do? Be handstand against the wall and turn the whole time. No, your face no, and get hand- redder and redder? It's get redder and redder. I'm going to have a little mic stand. I'm going to drink out of a uh, straw while I'm upside down for the whole time. If, I, if word got out, hey, have you heard of this guy, Jake Johansson? does his whole comedy show in a handstand. People wouldn't be able to believe it. I don't Even know if that, I only did the first ten know. minutes in a handstand. Yeah, I don't know. That it wouldn't be that I'd be racing to see some guy doing a handstand. Well, I don't know who. Yeah, maybe I would. It just doesn't seem that appealing right now. Maybe you would. I might be. I a, mean, if it was you, I'd love to go see you doing a handstand for a long period of time. Really? I feel like you're sick of me at this point. No, no. <laughs> Oh, uh, my God. He's getting a call, ladies and gentlemen. This you happens didn't... frequently on the podcast. You know, the, the, the Who great... Who is it? It's uh, Dennis. But the great news about uh, this phone call during this episode of the podcast is it's not you, because most of the phone calls during the podcast have been you. Yeah, I like to call when he's podcasting, because I like to be a real bloody nuisance. I've been reading the news about, you know that Australian couple who had the Down syndrome baby with a surrogate mother in Thailand, and they, they told her to have an abortion because they didn't want I the love Down that you keep talking about one. it as if, like, hey, I got it. I had it at Down syndrome baby in Australia. Okay, go ahead. No, but it's this story. I just happened to see it yesterday. I haven't seen it. Well, it's this couple, Australians, had some money, needed a surrogate because couldn't get pregnant, got a Thai lady to do it. When they found out that one of the twins that she was carrying had Down syndrome, they said, hey, we want you to abort it. She didn't. It's against her Buddhist religion. She's had the babies. The dad came, picked up the healthy kid, left the other one behind, left her no money to look after it, and now there's an international... Well, who knows whose egg, whose sperm, but if it's, you know, it's probably his sperm, someone else's egg... You know, well, not that it matters. He's sort of a he's. It's well, sort of. Can you abort are, just one baby? I didn't know you. No, could. you can't. They probably wanted her to abort both of them, but the people are trying. The the Australian couple whose names are not being released, which I can't believe because they just released the guy who got done for you know googling with child porn on his Gmail account. He his name is released you know on the BBC World today, and probably it's all over America. But whoever this well, couple he was, is, that's a that's a crime in all fifty states and. The world with child porn, that's that's not a thing that's all Oh, right. Yes, yeah, silly me. Yeah, well, right, but I mean, I'm saying... No, you... the surrogate mother thing is sort of new territory. So what's happening now is that the whole world and all the Australian leaders, leaders are going nuts because it's sort of, it's moral outrage. Is, you know, is that who we are, that we're rich enough to pay some other lady to have our baby? But when we don't like how the baby's going to be, we completely abandon it and her and expect her to foot the bill. 
Well, um, yeah, that's exactly where we are. That's exactly who we are. Like those people who almost ran us over today when we were on the crosswalk, because that's who they are today. They're they so rolled entitled. They a stop sign they while we to... were in an, the intersection no, no. to... To go in front of us. No, they no, rolled no, through a red, a red light. light. They yeah. ro- rolled through a red light to, you know, go across. A, yeah, so that's the world that we live in. Yeah, I wouldn't We, we put sound those like old farts when the, we start talking well, about that. Well, to put those two in the same category is a bit... <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> that's a bit old farty. I mean, yeah. I feel like, yes, I did not care for it when that lady rolled through the red light to cut us off in the crosswalk with our lovely young daughter. But I would have to say it's a much uh, more serious infraction of the kind of rules of cricket to be impregnating Thai ladies and then having them keep the dud baby while you take the good one home. Yeah, and the dud baby's got a congenital heart disease, you know, heart condition, so it's really, it's sort of intense. Yeah, it's And the world is having a moral, you know, know, ding-dong about it. Well, they're having a moral ding-dong about it, but also, you know, we're such different animals now that we're where we are now with the point of humanity and civilization because, you know, this, this... the the person you know it's we're calling it a dud baby and that's mean and terrible and it's a human being or he or she is a human being. I didn't being. call it that. You called it that. I called it that. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I would never call the you're baby right. that. But back in the day, that that baby would just not be this. This story would be yeah. What happened to the other baby? And it would be it was born broken, so it's gone now. That that was that's how we used to do it. Yeah, well, there are still tribes where the woman has to go off and, you know, dig a hole and have the baby by herself. And if there's something wrong with it, she has to kill the baby because, you know, it's going to be too much of an ordeal for the tribe to bring it up. And so if it's not perfect, that's her job. That's pretty tough. Yeah, that is pretty tough. Us white people have got it way different now, but there are still people in the world who are making pretty horrible <laughs> I decisions. I feel like there, there might slightly be something racist about it. The way that you well, just well, sort of yeah, lumped it. I, mean, I feel like there's plenty of people besides whiteies. white people yeah, who yeah, are not trying. A, yeah, to... whiteies aren't the only bad ones. I mean, <laughs> well, come no, on. but there's. And it's we're not... going to be in the minority soon, so you know our date. When is it? It's uh, 2042. That when when uh, whitey goes into being the um, minority. On Earth, I think. On Earth, I think man. we're already yeah. on Earth, the minority, aren't we? Easily, um, unless you're counting Chinese people as whiteies. Oh, you know, well, there's I mean, a, there's a look. There's an Indian comedian who's, I think he's Indian. Oh God! Yeah, no, I could really be getting us into hot water. People, excuse my complete lack of, you know, sort of, um, what is it, pop culture? What's going on right now? But there's a comedian whose whole thing is 2042 because that's when whatever, you know. Well, I'm not sure who that comedian is. Supremacy. I'm pretty sure he's Indian. You know that he's a, a Indian of India. Not Native American Indian. They're not going to be no, surpassing yeah. us. It's well, or anyway. I, I, yeah, I, I would say that uh, I would say this European, European, whitey people, including Americans, in that are already the minority because. Yeah, how, we are. We had our our, yeah. our our heyday. Our moment of supremacy was 1935. That was when we, I wasn't even here for that. No, we weren't even here for that, and it's been downhill. Ever what since kind of then. celebration did they have? So I hate to tell you, Coke brothers and all you, you know, whitey guys who think you're running the world, your days are numbered. 
Yeah, well, and I actually don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. So it's about time someone else got in charge. Except I wish it was going to be the ladies, but it's not going to be the ladies. You wish ladies were going to be in charge? Yes, I do. I think it would be better if ladies were in charge. I mean, I love you, blokes. Well, some you're of switching you. gears a little bit because first you're on just about race, and now you're willing to you're willing to embrace all the ladies, even the ladies of other races. Where I, I feel like that's not really the spirit of racism. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't be. I'm not going for racism. I'm going for sexism. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Pro the ladies. Mm-hmm. Pro the ladies who usually, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't. You, you know what I mean, Jerry. I don't know, know that. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying. I I think it'd be great if more women. I I think it should be commensurate. We should have half of the people in charge should be women, and half of the people in charge should be men. And then um, that'll be great. Well, I think it would be good actually if the pendulum sw- swung the other way for a while and it was more women than men because I think the decisions mm. that were being made would be way better for our long-term survival if it was women who were in charge because, you know, I mean, I hate to say the nurturers, but I think the thing is that we would be making decisions that were more sustainable than what the men are making. Well, that And is... I hate to sort of lump you all together because, of course, that's completely sexist. And, it, is you know, sexist. it is sexist. Yeah, and it is sexist y- to reductive. suggest that yes. you think that the women would make better decisions than the men if they were in charge. Do you I know why they give microloans to is... women? Hmm? Do you know why they give microloans to women in developing countries? That those men in those countries are not responsible with the money that is loaned to them. But that may be also because those cultures are patriarchal. The men are in charge of those cultures. And if the women were in charge, then they would be corrupt. They would be the corrupt ones, and the men would be the ones. Now, you have to give us the money because if you give it to them, they'll just go out and buy whiskey and dildos. I'm giving him a dirty look right now, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's happening. Okay, I'm going to tell you what happens in those countries is that... Oh, well, you're taking this very serious, and I'm trying to keep it alive. <laughs> I mean, when a guy says yeah. whiskey and dildos, and you stare at him as if the president <laughs> just said that. I'm a comedian. You're my wife, and we're in our bedroom, okay? Oh, I forgot. We're doing our... Ni- we're doing- what we do every night is we do a radio show in bed, but we don't usually broadcast it or tape it. It's usually just a private thing that the two of us do. So if he had said, yes, the whiskey and dildos line then, I would have, what would I have done? Well, you would have laughed. Yeah, I would have laughed. I would have punched him. I <laughs> when <would've... laughs> I say it tomorrow night at our dinner party. <laughs> yeah, we'll all laugh. We'll eat some more potato chips. Um, you want to just make your serious point about yeah, the microloans? I want to make my serious point. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, do I have an axe to grind? No, ladies and gentlemen, I don't. Of course I don't. No. Look, I think you do. Yeah. I'm just going to fill up my kale juice. Okay, yeah, just go fill up. He's having a kale shake for dinner. So let me just tell you, because when I read this, I was sort of, was I surprised? No. So in countries where, you know, a family lives on a dollar or two dollars a day, a man will still spend between ten to twenty percent of his wages on gambling, hookers, alcohol, and sugary food. Whiskey, pussy, dessert. And what was the other one? Gambling. Gambling, yes. Mm-hmm. So GGs, you could do the horses, the yeah, horse GG, pussy, sugary foods, bonbons, candy, and yeah, drink. So the thing about it is that even if his kids are hungry, don't have, you know, proper medical care, and women don't do that. When women when they get their microloans and they make their money, they look after their kids, they educate them, they make sure they, they get to the doctor. Well, because you, because so as, the, as the oppressed... What? 
Now I'm just blah blah blaring while you're paying no attention. I'm just I was I'm paying try, attention. I'm trying to surreptitiously get the get the people who are listening on my side. Just because he's a comedian. I don't think you should assume that they're not on your side already. <laughs> <laughs> I find that my audience often sides with the guest. Um <laughs> I, well, generally speaking, I don't think these podcasts are adversarial, and I don't feel like this one is adversarial right now. No, I just, I just, when I read that, you know, I just was so kind of like, oh my god, you know, really? You're, well, but I don't. Kids don't have enough to eat, but you're still going to go out and buy candy, and you know, I mean, maybe your life is so horrible that you have to buy candy and a hooker, and you know, have a drink while you're doing it, smoke a cigarette, you know, while you get a blowjob. Well, you know, I, I think, and, and 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 bemoan the state of affairs at home. I think when you're compl- – yeah, that that kind of uh, deep poverty – I mean, you, how can we even understand what it would be like to try and live that close to the edge of not living, you know, on – you're talking about $2 a day, is that yeah. it? Yeah, no, we've got absolutely no idea. I think I'm doing a decent job of contributing to our well-being as a family – you're doing a lovely job. Yeah, well, I wasn't I'm, really I'm fishing slacker. for that, but I was. I'm, I'm, the, are you, <laughs> I'm the total slacker. I wasn't so really I have fishing just for been, that. I have just been at school getting a degree, so now yeah. I'm a total smarty pants, so I can get a job, and you know, you can you can kick back. Once once I you know once I've got up to speed. Yeah, well, you're not spending our money on whiskey or anything, but I mean, you and yes. definitely not hookers, and but definitely you, not. But dildos. you haven't been going out. You haven't been going out. You're not. It's not like you go out in the field with our daughter strapped to your back and. Pick vegetables all day. That's not what's going on with you. No, she is. That's what 10. I do. <laughs> she is ten. That would, She'd be big to carry yeah, around yeah, on that your would back. Be, yeah, that would be. That would break my That'd back. That'd be tough going. That would. That would only be a few vegetables, and then I'd have to call it a day. That's another workout DVD <laughs> that I think you can buy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the peasant lady, the peasant lady workout DVD. That's gonna. Yeah, move over, Les Mills, and people doing kickboxing, and you know what's his name, T Boat. Who's that guy who you? Um, uh, Tony. There's Tony Horton. Tony yeah, Horton. Sean T. Oh, yeah. Or Tony most Horton, recently, yeah. Put away your guns, Tony, because here comes peasant lady with a ten year old seventy pound kid on her back. Well, the most recent one is Mike Dolce because I'm doing that UFC fit workout, which is very. I I'm endorsing that, but this is not. About, you should see the toys that he uses for working out. I mean, it actually looks fitness. like you're going to go down to Main Street and rob a bank, or you know, have a fight with do some ultimate fighting. I'm getting ready for a post apocalyptic world where I do have to fight some of the overweight neighbors for resources. So I'm not going to I'm not going to fight, you know, some of the tough guys in the neighborhood. And we're not going to use guns at our house when it goes apo- apocalyptic. We're going to use um, bows and arrows everybody. So just I'm be not, warned. Yeah, well you need a crossbow. If you're squeamish yeah. about that shit, don't come to our house because it's going to be gnarly. I don't want to put it out there as if this is going to be some kind of hotbed danger zone. I'm not going to be doing that. that I'm going to just joke. try and... That was sort of a joke. Yeah. Okay, good. Glad to hear it. You know... No, I'm not going to... What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say I've been digging sand out of my ear all day. I was in the ocean this morning, and it's really... I don't know what quite what happened. You went surfing on a day that was, you know, one day after it rained. I mean, it rained... Not last night, but the night before. Yeah. It rained decent enough. I know. I've become a hardcore surfer now where I don't care how much bacteria yeah, is in the ocean. I'm just like, I'm going in. Dog poo. Yeah, dog poo. Here I come. Here I come. Dog sauce. poo, car oil, plastic bags of, you know, unknown, whatever. Yeah. Well, the oil coats your sinuses, and then the dog poo provides you with a nice uh, uh, patina immune, immunity system kind of challenge. 
today's immunity system cha- challenge. Dog poo. Little teaspoon of dog poo right yeah. in your sinuses. Well, then we went down to the beach in Fanuta, did some skateboarding, and I lay on grass. It had such a strong smell of, you know, the odor, you know, dog urine. So I've not only had it with a dog poo in the water, but dog urine as well. So I think. Oh, I'm you really... felt like this afternoon during skateboard practice, you were lying in dog whiz? That's what it smelt, the grass smelt like. I love to lie in the grass, but, you know, where do dogs wee in the grass? Yeah, they and do. And they poo there too. You can't judge them for that. I mean, really, that they've no, made... no, no. I love dogs, and they've got to go somewhere. I mean, yeah, absolutely. But it just, you know, it would be nice if there was just one air. You know, there was a bathroom where all the dogs went. Some disgusting <laughs> hill. A bathroom where <laughs> all the dogs went. Yeah. So the rest, of the, you know, the grass. You could, you know, your baby could lie in it. And then you, so you would always all. If you had a dog, you would have to walk it up to, to like mountain. a half a mile to poo poo mountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a hypothetical. Yeah, you haven't got it all the way worked yeah, out. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, I don't really believe Well, that. you really make a gay, great case for when ladies are going to run things <laughs> with this whole idea of dog poo mountain. I mean, that's a good idea. Yeah, dog poo. Yeah, that's, that's all you the gotta, one on my political agenda. All you got to do is get mountain. the other ladies on board with that one, and you're all set. <laughs> believe me, they're going to have so many other things they're going to want to be dealing with before we get to that. What do you, what's so? What are you going to have? What's what do you? What's your number one platform? Well, my number one platform would, of course, be you know environmental stuff and how to stop using fossil fuels and you know burning all the coal and getting fracking all the natural gas out of the you know the ground. My number one thing would be get rid of the Koch brothers and their ilk. <laughs> I don't know. So that's what, yeah, I that's how I'd be campaigning. <laughs> Not, not, not many of my political heroes kind of started off with the idea of like, there's two guys we got to take out of the picture. No, no, there are more than two of the Koch brothers. That's the thing. There are the two main ones, but then there are other ones who are well, just. Well, Jerry, this... but you can't. No, no, no. Look, this is a podcast, and you're supposed to be funny on it. So what am I going to get? A... Well, my platform is going to be. You know, well, no, I didn't one, mean I'm to say that. Jobs are going to be great for the economy. Fuck the economy. Fuck creating jobs. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Of course, I care about those things. I'm going to create jobs, but they're going to be green jobs. My thing is going to be about windmills, solar. I'm going to get you back to work doing something green, and we're going to lower your carbon footprint. We just hook up all those exercise bikes at health clubs to uh, well, the yeah, power those, grid. Well, those yeah, those could run a light bulb or two. Sure. Yeah, that'd Why be not? great. Yeah, and then we don't need so much stuff, so everybody stop getting so much. Well, if you just I had mean, to. I'm really, this is really, you know, um, Kind of. I don't understand what you're trying to say. Well, it's, I went to school to tell you this, people. I did an environmental studies degree. That's a bit pathetic. I'm a bit tired. Well, I know you're tired, but this is just silly us goofing around. This isn't you accomplishing all your goals about saving the planet. This is you. No, no, I'm telling you. Yeah, so what I would do is I would, you know, I would sort the economy out and the jobs with green energy. That would mm-hmm. be one of the things I would do. And, Great. um, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I've been I've been thinking we could. Uh, well, the the first thing we could do is decrease our consumption. But I feel like our power consumption, our electricity consumption, is is pretty low. Yeah, we have no air conditioning, people. Yeah, because no. we well. Well, we live just, somewhere cool, no one, so we no don't one, need air conditioning. No one in this neighborhood has air conditioning, so that's not really saying anything. No, no, we do, we don't need air conditioning, but we also don't use a lot of. I mean, we live somewhere where we yeah we don't need to have a lot of air conditioning, but we do have a fairly low. Mm-hmm. I mean, the main thing now is how to get, you know, to lo- use less water, but because we live in a 
you know, state that's having a drought, even though, surprise, surprise, it rained two nights ago, which was sort of almost, I mean, and it, we had a thunderstorm last weekend and someone was killed in the ocean who got hit by lightning and 13 people had to go to hospital. Yeah, that was that last That was last weekend was last at Venice weekend. Beach. I mean. Someone got hit by lightning. A few people did. More than one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these people got, you know, and the thing is they had to get helicopters in to get them because there was so much beach traffic, they couldn't actually get them out of the emergency vehicles. So they had to bring in helicopters to airlift them out. And I read one news report that said the guy who died, was it hit by lightning? Was he struck by lightning? Was it cardiac arrest? Or did he get trampled by the crowd? I'm like, there can't have been that much of a crowd, you know, running off Venice Beach that a guy got trampled to death. Well, it doesn't take too many people, I think, to trample you to death. You just have to get knocked down, and then oh, two people step on your head, and you're done. Yeah, remember that poor guy at the what store was it? Was it um, Walmart or somewhere that didn't get any security people a couple of years ago, and they had one of those awful Black Friday sales, and they, and two people standing at the door, and when the crowds came in, the one the first employee, you know, to open the door was then killed for the you know letting everyone in to get there. $5 television or whatever it is they yeah. want. Yeah, it's not worth it to me, but but that's I'm in a luxurious part of the economy where I don't have to stand in line at a discount electronics store on the day after Christmas in order to get a $200 TV. Well, I, our I just, daughter is I, begging us to get a new television, but we pride ourselves on having the oldest te- television. When did she say she wanted a new television? For our socioeconomic group in the whole of the United States, we've got a television that's from the 1980s, everybody in Fanula. It's like, can we get a flat screen? Can we we don't a need TV? a new television. She, I've never heard her say we need a new We never even watch She never television. tells you stuff like that. She does that kind of shit to me. Because she you know? knows I'll just shut her down. Yeah, exactly. And I'll go, well, the reason why we keep our old, you know, and it's not crazy. Crappy out t- television. Though when she was little, I was nervous it was going to fall on her, and that thing would have crushed her to death just as surely as those oh, that TV could 99 kill. shoppers that running. That TV could kill you. Yeah, that TV. Yeah, you. if it fell on me, that would it would be curtains. Yeah, and you will be really sad if that ever happens. You'll, if feel, I came so, home, you'll feel like if such I came a home jerk. If I came if home and found you underneath that, that great big tin, you know, thousand pound television falls on my head. But it's only like. Two- <laughs> It's only two feet off the ground at most. If that, if I came yeah, home, just crush my lower legs, and I'll have to have prosthetic. <laughs> if I came home and you were dead underneath the TV, I don't know what I would think. Like, what the hell were you doing? I used to do this thing where I used to stick my UGG boots in my jeans out from under the bed, so it looked like I was, you know, smashed under the bed. I could do that with a TV one day. Yeah, little wicked witch. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, joke. Wizard of Oz. Jake will be crying. Everybody. Oh, I would be sad. You'll come on the podcast. <laughs> Tell I would you all be sad. About it. As many times as I've fantasized about it, I would be sad if it actually happened. Yeah, yeah. When I actually do kick the bucket, you'll you know you'll miss me. <laughs> be too bloody late then. Yeah, will be. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about that. How many times have you fantasized about me dying? <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you would even notice that I had said that. <laughs> I notice everything, everybody. It's ladies probably and about the same amount of times that you fantasized about me dying. Oh, that many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is real marriage. Uh-huh. If you want to, if you want to make a make a change, take a look in the mirror. Something like that. Yeah. So Tessa and I were talking the other day about you know how much you love your you know your husband, or if it's in your case and you were talking to one of your friends, how much you love your wife, unless you have a secret husband. But then, isn't it funny in marriage? How is it? One minute you're completely in love with him, and the next minute you're like, "Oh my god, he is such a dick!" <laughs> <laughs> like, how could I be married to that guy? Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, how uh, how how you can 
really won't be so in love with your wife one minute and then in other minutes you think like when's she gonna die when when is oh, that day gonna come if they invent a time machine i know where i'm going <laughs> Like Fanula, what's the happiest day? Fanula's always asking us these days, what day would you go back and relive if you could live a day? Uh And what do you say? (laughs) Well, I always say the day she was born. Yeah, that's a good day. Yeah, that was a a really happy day. It wasn't so, it wasn't maybe, well, you got cut in half on that day. I did not get cut in half. Well, not cut in half, but I mean, it was a much, that was a big ordeal, a much bigger ordeal for you. I just drove you to the hospital. And, you know, yeah, kind of I'd went short on that. sleep. I'd, yeah, 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 I suppose. But, yeah, that was a good day. And it's not that I'm too posh to push, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't that. So I don't even know. If that's not an expression in the United States as, as it is in other countries. But it's that's in reference. To women having elective C-sections because they think they're too posh. They're too, you know, they're too entitled to think that they have to go in and ruin their vaginas yeah. by blasting a baby out of them. Does that ruin a vagina? If you do it enough times, if the baby's head is big enough, if your vagina's not up to it. Yeah. If you haven't done all <laughs> your, your exercises. your vagina's not up to it. <laughs> yeah. How do you know if your vagina is up to uh, passing a baby through it? Well, you don't know until you do it because you've got to do it to sort of know. And then, you know, even the toughest of vaginas can have a you know, bad time. Yeah. Well, once experience. you find out that it's not up to it, it's too late, isn't it? Yeah, by that point it is too late because you're already yeah. Once you've once that moment's come, but you can go into a doctor and get that surgery that you know, tighten up, right? Well, you know, one of the th- this is a thing I was reading the other day. They were talking about, you know, and a friend of mine, her doctor, her gyno told her that it's one of the main things that he does right now. And then she, you know, and that, this is the you know make it beautiful surgery, make your vagina not you know, not the tighten up, the pretty up, the the just, pretty up, the, pr- the pretty up tighten up one, just a pr- pr- and it's prime actually, and paint. But it's not a good thing to do. I mean, all these women are going in and having their you know labias you know rejuvenated with laser. And it's an actually it's it's medically not good to do it, and you can have pain, and it can be bad well, it, in a million ways. And if you think that you when you look in that porno, at that porno, or you know in whatever magazine you look in, and she's got that, some incredible bleached you know thing that doesn't doesn't even look like a proper vagina, and you think you're going to go out and get that, just know that's a world of pain. You're you know. Well, you yourself. of all and me as a feminist. You of all people, Jerry, should know that I don't. I I am not the kind of person who judges a vagina by its appearance. <laughs> oh Jesus, Jerry! I'm gonna have to punch you in the face later. <laughs> I meant that as a, I meant that as a joke. But to me, of course, you. You're of course, me that I've got the most perfect, beautiful vagina you've ever seen. It's it, like the and, queen of vaginas. And in fact, and in is, your world, it is the queen of vaginas. It is true. So you know, it is true. Yeah, but don't forget which side of the vagina your bread, <laughs> your butter is on. Whatever that saying is. I'm just saying that uh, to me, it's the the main qualities of it are not its appearance. You know. Oh, that's part of it, Jerry. Come on. It is. Well, I, you know, I don't know, but I mean, I'd rather have a. A kind of one that on the outside doesn't look as good and on the inside it's fantastic as opposed to the other way around. Man, is he digging himself a hole or is he digging himself a hole? I'm just breaking it yeah. down for you. Did you get the pun? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> oh, really? Is that what you were doing? Oh. No, I wasn't. After I said it, I realized what I'd said. I'm not a, I'm not a professional comedian. Oh, well, nothing Obviously. about this conversation is professional comedy. 
This is a. Uh, I did. Yeah, that that was a terrible pun. Yeah, this is. Yeah, people will be listening and groaning. Yeah, or, or whatever they're doing on the treadmill <laughs> at this health club. Right. Um, Juliet, if you're on your way to work right now, uh, well, that I one's for let's you. Not, let's not call out any individual <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Why not? She's my friend. Yeah, and she may be listening to this. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a nice uh, nice vacation. The camping part. Now, t- let's talk about camping. I enjoyed our camping, our camping vacation ex- until I got that foot fungus thing. That was you blame that on camping thing on your oh because you well, wore boots too many it. days. I got, I got it. it. That happened while yeah, we were camping. Yeah, but that wasn't camping's fault. Well, that happened while we were camping. Whatever right. went wrong yes. with my foot, I think it may have happened when I got in that boat to put out those crab traps. With oh friend. well, then blame that guy. Yeah, that could, yeah, blame that him. Been it. Um, camping is great, and where we went was beautiful. I'm not going to tell anyone because I don't want them to go to our campsite. But yeah. Yeah, well, camping can be pretty romantic. Everybody, if, if you get to the right place and you like your husband at the time, and he likes you, yeah, you were like really that was, yeah, I do remember that part. You've got to have a really big tent, and you've got to take you know, so you can stand up in it. We had some um, solar powered lights, so we had those. We could have had some furniture in there, and then we also took really good food. Make sure you've got some really good books, and you're in a great location, and that you, yeah, camping, is and that really you're not scared about having sex in a tent. Because if you are, then sorry, well, it I, I is, can't help you. Well, it is you. tricky because if any lights are on in the tent, then you're putting on a, a shadow sex show. So a shadow you watch porn. Out for that shadow yeah. porn. And uh, if you're close enough to the other people, then, of course, they can hear you. Right? So you've got you've to watch out for that. If you care. If you care. Maybe you don't care. Yeah. Maybe you can't wait to see those people the next morning at the shower. Facility. Yeah. We had solar showers. They were freezing. They, they didn't work. They weren't as, they weren't as warm as, as you would have liked. Yeah, there wasn't enough sun. As I would have liked. Um, well, tomorrow's your birthday. Yeah, it's my birthday. Pretty excited about your birthday? Uh, yeah, I am. I am. Well, that's a funny yeah. thing to me about you, is that you get excited about your birthday in a way that... Uh, Almost like children get excited about their birthday. Not that I'm calling you a child, but it's really your birthday is a, is more important to you than it is to all, the rest of us adults. <laughs> <laughs> no, my birthday is more important to me than your birthday is to you. Well, is yeah. what I think it is. You have a very different attitude towards your birthday than I have towards my well, birthday. I, I, the idea of a day where I could do whatever I wanted is great. And so far, as, since we've been married, I don't know that I've had too many birthdays like that. Um, but yeah, next I'm not year, a big, next year you can do whatever you want. I'm and not a, I'm, yeah, I'm not a big uh, party. I don't want. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to have a party on my birthday. I have. Good jo- I have a job. Look, I'm going to be having a party just for me. All this weekend in Washington, D.C., and then in Raleigh, North Carolina, and then after that in Indianapolis at uh, the D.C. Improv and at uh, Goodnights and at Morty's in Indianapolis. Please check my website, shakethis.com. Um, do you see how I work that in? But I, feel I do like- see how you work that in, and I know that about you because, yes, you do. You go and you ha- your job is fun and you have a party where you go. I and, enjoy, my, you know, I enjoy you- my job and I like my fans and it feels like a night of – Really having a good time and connecting. And to what other about people. the rest of us who don't have a job like that? No, I who, get it. Who so need to wanna... have a birthday where you know, and yeah. people prove that they love us. <laughs> prove. <it. laughs> I do feel like yes, that is. You really did. Sometimes I don't feel like you choose the right word, but <laughs> I feel like you really nailed it there for yourself. 
it's all about proving that we love you. And no, that's like... not what it is, actually. But I'm not going to explain it on the podcast, okay? No, I, that's I wasn't not going to happen. You to. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Believe me, that whole uh, we've we've had a several great conversations that are, <laughs> you've really carried your weight on this thing. Okay, is it time to watch horrible histories? That's what you like to do with our daughters, watch horrible histories. So that's a fun thing that people can do when they're done listening to the podcast. Um, you can go onto the BBC and you, – well, you probably can't just go onto the BBC, but you can go onto YouTube and you can get a big chunk of horrible histories and watch it. It's really good to watch with a 10-year-old kid because they talk a lot about what people from past eras did with their poos. There's a lot, well, a lot. All, it's not all scatological. No, it's not all poos, but there's medicine, there's crazy it stuff. But it's, it's the horrible side of the history. So rather than tell you, you know, the great things about, you know, Henry VIII or Elizabeth I or, you know, Charles II, I mean, they, you know, they tell you the ridiculous, terrible, horrible things about well, them. Well, things and about facts about their day-to-day life that now seem completely ridiculous to those of us who are living in this modern... The Tudors used to brush their teeth with sugar paste and only posh rich people could afford sugar so they were the ones who had all the rotten terrible teeth yeah so the english and evidently some english people are still brushing their teeth with sugar is that why they have those bad teeth uh no, no. it's 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 the orthodontistry business you know took a while it didn't catch on straight away there they love the snaggle tooth look and a bit of green on their teeth. It's They're sexy keeping it real. Them. They're keeping it real. They're in the keeping it totally real. Well, I have to say, when I first watched Donnie and Marie Osmond as a child growing up in New Zealand, I was like, what the fuck is up with those people's ridiculous white clacking teeth? I mean, those are the biggest, whitest, most ridiculous teeth I've ever seen. Well, yeah, but they're but they're awesome. They if are, you like that kind of awesome. thing. Well, your teeth are very short, but, <laughs> oh. but they're not as big as some of our American teeth, of course. I don't have horsey teeth. <laughs> what, what, what did I say? Well, the thing is, Americans get their teeth capped and they do all these things. So they have these really unnaturally weird, white, huge chick. But your teeth. teeth are very white and they're very straight. Your teeth. Yeah, I, I do. Yes. Have, yeah, I have straight, white, little pearly teeth. Yeah. They're beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, they're I like love my vagina. Teeth. I love they're all ab- of the bits of you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. They're all as perfect the, as What's that. wrong with you is not visible to the naked eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, everybody? Happy birthday to me. That's, <laughs> yeah, what, I've got. That's what I'll be dealing with tomorrow <laughs> oh, on my birthday. On. Now... Talk about some no. of my shortcomings. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> well, I've really enjoyed the podcasts. Oh, what? So, oh, we don't want to talk about politics, but what is going on with the, what's the latest? What's going on with the environment this summer? Is it? Is there? Are there crises or meetings? Well, what was the thing you there... told me that happened today? That states that vote against fracking. Oh, I heard about that in in Texas. They're trying to link that if you're if a county votes against fracking that then they're not going to receive they try to pass a law within that county would not receive any of the state's oil and gas uh revenue which is complete i I mean i get that they're trying to make a point that hey if you don't do fracking then you can't you don't get the money from the revenue you don't get the gas and the oil but you also possibly avoid poisoning your own water but i but i don't know i i wish i was I, I, I guess I need to read more about fracking to be able to get into an argument with everybody about whether or not. 
bragging. It just seems crazy. When you see those videos, have you seen Gasland, the movie Gasland? It's this guy made a documentary because they were doing this fracking in his part of the country. And he traveled around. He talked to, to people about fracking. And he goes to these places where people's water has been poisoned and the people who are doing the fracking have paid for purified water to come in, which is accepting responsibility for the fact that his water is poisoned. And other people, he goes in their house and the guy lights his kitchen sink. He lights yeah, yeah, the water yeah, coming that. out. Yeah, yeah. And when you see that, you think, well, okay, maybe this is only happening to a few people. But man, do, is this the road that we're on now? Is this where we're at? We, we, need, to, we need to drive our cars and all of our other gas-powered everythings and use the, all this energy. We need it so bad that we're willing to make our water flammable. Well, the thing that's okay. crazy is that, you know, we're, water is a huge issue now, and you look at a state like California, and we're, you know, getting the CO2 out of our energy, but we're doing it with natural gas, and we're wrecking a water, the water supply. We're in a drought. You know, could we be effing ourselves any more efficaciously than we are? Probably not. And on that happy, cheery note, ladies and gentlemen... I'm going to sign off. Leave it. You're to my just husband. running away. You're just leaving. Really? <laughs> I, I feel like you, if all you have to do is keep going for a few more minutes, and we've got a whole solid episode. Really? But I've got a. I've got. What is a, it that you want to do right now? I've got to watch horrible. I want to watch horrible histories with Vanilla. She's got. To, we've got other things we're going to do. All right. I feel like I've been pretty good. All right. Give me a kiss, and I'll bring this thing home by myself. Okay. You can bring it. <laughs> Bring it in for a landing. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it was lovely to hang out with you. And um, see you next time. Well, I won't see you, but, you know, until next time. You never know. They might start tweeting you pictures. <laughs> That's not something you really want to ask for. No, I don't. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guest. Guest wife. Uh, my pleasure. You're not my guest wife. You're my real wife. No, no, I, yeah, I'm going to still be your wife. Hey, what about where are you going to keep doing the podcast? Are you going to keep doing it here? No, I think what's going to happen now is I'm just wrapping this part up, and then I'm going to do the very end of it later, maybe maybe when I get to oh, Washington, D.C. Oh, after Lila Garrity and Jason Street. Oh, well, I would like to. Maybe I could do it tonight. Would you allow me to go finish the podcast tonight? Because then I... You it would really help me out because otherwise I won't be able to do it tomorrow because it's your birthday. And then if I have to do it right when yeah, I land in Yeah, you have to be on DC. call all day tomorrow because it's my birthday to prove that you love me. And Emergency. if you don't, well, then that's it. It's over. I do well, hate I, your guts. I do have two other things I have to do. Number one, go to the foot fungus doctor and then go to the talking helper lady. Right, so, who helps you remain, you know, a man who, you know, can be in a marriage and that a lady the, would want to be married to. To keep the fantasies of your death fantasies. bodes so well, does it not? <laughs> I mean, you know, we're almost 12 years in and... Well, that was a joke, you know, Jerry. There oh, is I no know. way. There is yeah. no... We are rock solid. You're not going to kill me. You're going to wait for nature to take its course. If I knew the words to Endless Love Now, I would start a <laughs> duet of it because I feel like we could really... To sing that... What song could we sing? Nothing. nothing about you makes me want to kill you right now and i feel the same way about you but in a minute (laughs) it's just 
just a minute. I might get the urge. These things can change in the blink of an eye. I rush down to the kitchen. I grab a knife. I come up and while you're sleeping, I stab it in your chest. Oopsie. That's, that's your plan. But when you come upstairs, you can't find me. So you go looking. Oops, I'm behind you. No, I come upstairs and I see you there lying and snoring and so cute. And I go, oh, maybe not tonight. Maybe another night, but not right now. Oh, you'll live another day. Let's string a bunch of those together, Jerry. It's going to be a happy life. (laughs) Yeah, one interrupted murder impulse at a time. That's how I, that's how we've got to live. Right. That's how we've got to live, and that's how I encourage you listeners to live. Please, don't murder each other. Put that off. Yeah. It's all about sex and murder. That's what Freud said. So rather than murder people, try to have sex with them. Let's keep it about sex for the next couple years. But please, use protection because we have a population explosion. And so if you could keep your explosions confined to a condom, that would be great. Thank you. Oh, abstinence, abstinence. Ab- no one's into abstinence. Yeah. Abstinence is a ridiculous solution. It's even more ridiculous in a marriage. <laughs> oh boy. This has been a a thank you so much for listening. I uh, really appreciate it. I'm not sure exactly that, well, obviously none of this was planned out, but we really went for it. Thank you for listening. Please do not give up. There will be plenty of time to give up later. And I think I'm going to uh, probably do a little bit of talking at the end of this to give it some kind of context and perspective. But if I don't, That was it. I'll see you at the DC Improv. Bye-bye. I think it's totally time for you to have a beer if you'd like to go for it. I can't quite make that out. A podcast! I thought you said take this. A Disney! You did say this, right? Jake this and yeah. that.